Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 48 Hours ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Need more true crime in your life? An Audible membership can solve that. Audible is the ultimate destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, you could choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. Don't miss The Serial Killer's Apprentice by Katherine Ramsland and Tracy Allman. It follows the true story of how Houston's deadliest murder turned a kid into a killer in training. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500. That's audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Audible.com slash 48 hours. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. I really hadn't even heard of the dark web before. It's just scary. It's a scary movie to me. This is terrifying. And it's as easy as going to Amazon. A few clicks and you could hire a hitman. You go to the website and you send an email. Who you want dead, who you want hurt. They'll tell you how much money it's going to cost and you pay for it. Well, the dark web is everywhere. It's all over the world. It's got no borders. I'm very familiar with the dark web and all the cybercrime it contains. I discovered there's a lot of sick people out there. There are people around the world in danger and I had to do something about it. On the dark web, everybody's anonymous. It's like a parallel internet, and sometimes we call it the internet's evil twin because it is a place of absolute lawlessness. What makes it dangerous is that it can't be policed. On the dark web, you can buy and sell drugs. Any drug you want. You can buy weapons. Human trafficking. Pornography of the most depraved types. And sometimes I've seen people trying to kill people. Hitmen for hire advertise their services on the dark web. The Cosa Nostra is the proven, legitimate, deep web eBay of crime. We offer you services to beat up, set fire, or kill customer targets. Hi, my name is Yura. We have hundreds of gang members, criminals, and people who love to kill for money. They are anonymous. You are anonymous. So come and get rid of those nasty problems. This is deadly serious. This is talking about the murder of a human being. You know, when you pay $10,000 to get someone killed, these are dangerous people. These are messages from the user known as Dog Day God, one of the most notorious users of the website. What's the first sentence that Dog Day God writes? I'm looking to hire you for a hit. 911, what's the address of the emergency? Uh, I think my wife shot herself. There's blood all over. It took me 
about six minutes to get to the house. It soon became clear that it was not a suicide. Someone had killed her. She was a devoted wife, a loving mother who had many friends. I mean, my friend was taken from me. It's like road rage 10 times, but through the internet. That's just too close to me. It scares me to death. Tonight, we're going to take you on one of the strangest journeys ever on 48 Hours. It's a murder investigation that begins not far from here, in small town Minnesota, and then takes us to here in Texas, here in California, to here in Tennessee, to 4,000 miles away, here in London. 48 Hours explores the alarming world of murder for hire on the dark web and follows the story wherever it leads to expose an international criminal organization and hunt for a murder mastermind across the globe named Yura. How recently has Yura threatened your life? Well, I think it was about a week ago. I'm going to take this guy down. I will be waiting for you on the deep web. If you're a fan of 48 Hours or true crime, looking to try on a case of your own, June's Journey is for you. A thrilling hidden object mystery game set against the backdrop of the 1920s. You play as June Parker, an amateur detective trying to unravel your sister's mysterious murder. As you dive into a world filled with twists and turns, trust no one. Every character could be hiding secrets. While you piece together the intricately woven plot, you'll collect crucial information in your photo album, turning suspicions into facts. And if you want help on the case, you can even join a detective club to collaborate or compete with fellow sleuths on hundreds of puzzles. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hitman Marketplace is like any other auction site. It brings customers and vendors together. You're looking at a man who says he's behind an international murder empire named Besa Mafia. He calls himself Yura. His real name is unknown. Any hitman is welcome to sign up, but not all will be accepted. His website invites would-be killers to send him hitman audition tapes. What you are about to see can't be verified because it was anonymously posted online. Is this a real hit? If one searches online for, I quote, shot dead on street, one will find plenty of news about people being shot dead in the street by unknown people that shoot and leave the site. Those are our hitmen. be waiting for you to come place your orders and get rid of your problems. Yura's ominous brand of high-tech terror extends from an unknown location to the smartphones, tablets, and laptops of middle America. In fact, we discovered Yura and his hitman for hire website while investigating the shooting death of Amy Allwine in the Minneapolis suburb of Cottage Grove, Minnesota. Amy and her husband, Stephen, both 43, seem to live a quintessential American life, surrounded by friends, family, and dogs. 
Lots of them. Amy ran a dog training business, while Stephen, a freelance IT expert, worked from their home. They were college sweethearts, married in 1996, and eventually adopted a young boy. Joseph is now 10. When she talked about her son, her face changed. <laughs> from happy to happier, if that's possible. Always thinking of others, Amy was the salt of the earth, says her friend, Jane Sharp. You could look in her eyes and just see good. Faith was important, too, says Washington County Prosecutor Jamie Kreiser. They were members of the United Church of God, as were all of their uh, family members. Stephen, a respected elder in the church, delivered sermons, counseled couples, and even made videos with Amy demonstrating dance moves that complied with their conservative religious beliefs. But sometime, somewhere, warm-hearted Amy Allwine had made an enemy. In the spring of 2016, long before we began our investigation, the FBI learned about a murder-for-hire site called Besa Mafia, people paying for other people to be killed, and began looking into it. Pouring over that treasure trove of dark web data, FBI agents were startled to learn that dozens of people had ordered contract killings all over the world. But one in particular stood out. Someone using the chilling screen name, Dog Day God, had ordered the assassination of a woman in Cottage Grove, Minnesota. Her name, Amy Allwine. It was a case where the FBI had approached us about some concerns regarding Amy and, and threats on the internet. Cottage Grove Police Captain Randy McAllister. Dog Day God says, I need this bitch dead, so please help me. There was an urgency. Right. Dog Day God is sort of chomping at the bit for this to happen. Dog Day God said, Amy has ruined my life and stolen my business. Eileen Ormsby, an Australian writer and CBS News consultant, learned about the Allwine case while researching a book about the dangers of the dark web. So here we have hacking services, stolen PayPals and credit cards. The dark web is the name that we give to the group of websites that can't be accessed using Google or any of your normal search engines. You need to download special software and then it opens up this new world to you. The technology behind it was actually developed by the US military to hide military secrets. So that sort of security obviously offers criminals great security as well. The killing of Amy Allwine had been ordered on that hitman website, Besa Mafia. Eura is the owner of Besa Mafia and subsequent websites that are the most profitable group of murder for hire sites that have ever existed. Ever existed. Ever existed. Ormsby's research letter to a like-minded colleague half a world away in London. Chris Montero, IT specialist by day, white hat hacker by night, had also found Besa Mafia. If you pass the barrier of having paid money uh, to get someone killed, you are mentally committed to doing that. Chris didn't want us or our footage to reveal the location of his apartment. The people who had used this website are, uh, in many cases, dangerous people. Because these are people who genuinely mm. want to have someone else murdered. Yes. And in many cases are paying a significant amount of money for this. Dog Day God spent a lot of money to have Amy Allwine murdered. Dog Day God wanted her dead badly enough to pay Yura and the Besa Mafia site more than $12,000 in the digital currency, Bitcoin. Bitcoin is an online currency. Even financial transactions are made anonymously on the dark web, says Prosecutor Kreiser. Bitcoin is untraceable because when you use Bitcoin, it is done through what is called a wallet. And so once I get a Bitcoin wallet, I can use that to pay for these services on the dark web. That is correct. Even murder. That's right. With the hit against Amy bought and paid for, the FBI had to tell her and Stephen the frightening news. I believe it was May 31st of 2016. I was Cottage Grove Detective FBI. Terry Raymond 
rode along with the FBI that day. Well, we brought her into an interview room. You had to ask the, the question, Amy, do you know anyone in your life who would want you dead? Right. And she didn't. She was completely shocked and had no clue who it could possibly be. Raymond says at the time, the FBI never mentioned anything to him or the Allwines about Yura, Besa Mafia, or Dog Day God. But they told her there was a murder for hire plot against her on the dark web. It was the FBI's investigation. They have people that are familiar with the dark web. Other than an extra patrol thing, it's not something we would get involved in. The authorities advised Amy and her husband to beef up their home security and then left. They installed a video surveillance system and they purchased a, a pistol. So they had taken steps. And Amy Allwine from that point on lived with this knowledge that someone wanted her dead. Then, two months later, in July 2016, Amy got another death threat, this time sent directly to her. Amy, I still blame you for my life falling apart. Here is what is going to happen. I will come after everything else that you love. Suddenly, the threat to kill hung over Amy's entire family, including her son Joseph, then eight years old. Here is how you can save your family. Commit suicide. So why not do it now and save them? Now, how seriously do you take this threat? You have to investigate it as much as you can. Uh, the problem is the uh, email it was sent from was anonymized, so it was untraceable. And so the house is uh, up here on the left. But someone did want Amy Allwine dead. And soon enough, she would be. 911, what's the address of the emergency? Find out about the potential dangers of the dark web at 48hours.com. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Tell us to go 4 through 15. I'm in route to 110th Street. Sergeant Gwen Martin was just starting the night shift on November 13th, 2016. 911, what's the address of the emergency? When a 911 call came in that made many on the Cottage Grove Police Department drop what they were doing. The caller was telling them that a female had shot herself. I think my wife shot herself. There's blood all over. We get in the squad cars and we start going to the scene. The adrenaline is pumping, your heart's beating fast. As an 18-year veteran patrol cop and experienced paramedic, Martin says she was trained to be ready for anything. But nothing had prepared her for a message she received from dispatch about halfway through her six-minute drive to the scene. I knew it was Amy. Martin had grown fond of Amy Allwine after teaching her in an eight-week course for citizens to learn about law enforcement and emergency services. They'd last seen each other just two weeks earlier at graduation. My, my heart stopped. No, this isn't possible. Amy wasn't suicidal. Amy was happy. She had a husband. She had a son. What possibly could be going on. 
As Martin rounded a final curve on the pitch black country road, the taillights of first responders at the scene appeared in her windshield. And that's the house there. Yep, that's the house there. She says she entered the house still hoping that the female might be someone other than Amy. And what did you see? I saw Amy lying on the floor, a pool of blood, a blank look on her face, obviously dead. Amy Allwine was sprawled on the bedroom floor. Her eyes were open, her pants partially unzipped. And I started crying. My mind was spinning. I was whirling um, with disbelief, with shock. Martin called Captain Randy McAllister at his home. He rushed to the scene, passing the Allwine son, Joseph, outside the house. The boy was being comforted by his father, Stephen. Did you happen to notice or did any of the officers describe his demeanor? At that point, um, no. He appeared calm to me. McAllister says he expected to find a suicide. But once in the house, his nose detected something strange. A pumpkin was roasting in the kitchen. So the notion would be that Amy Allwine put a pumpkin in the roaster, put it in the oven, and then shot herself. Yeah, yeah, uh, so that was really odd. It doesn't look like a suicide. Amy's gunshot wound was easy to miss at first, a single bullet hole inside her right ear. The Allwine's pistol was lying in the crook of her left arm, which was perplexing because Amy was right-handed. How did her hand end up under the bed and the gun end up on her left arm? Then McAllister studied the bloody scene around Amy. I noticed what we call satellite blood drips that were actually outside of the blood pool. At some point, Amy's head was suspended above those drops. Meaning, prosecutor Jamie Kreiser says that someone may have moved her body to this spot. And when the crime scene team did a luminol test looking for invisible blood stains, it's lit up like a Christmas tree. Bloody footprints, too faint to be seen with the naked eye, suddenly appeared everywhere. They went back and forth to the mudroom, but they also went into the bathroom on the main floor, and they went into the son's bedroom. There were no immediate suspects. Amy's son was just a kid. Her husband, Stephen, had helped beef up security at the house after the FBI's warning, even bought a gun. He agreed to be questioned down at the police station. We're a normal family. There's nothing, nothing unique, nothing strange. The thing that stood out for everybody, I think, is his demeanor. Came back up for lunch. Even though Stephen um, Allwine had made that 911 call, McAllister says Allwine was oddly calm for someone who had just found his wife shot to death. Even when he started crying at one point, it just seemed kind of fake to me. Allwine told police he'd spent the morning working in his basement. He says when he came up for lunch, Amy wasn't feeling well. She was coming down with something. Allwine said he'd given their son to Amy's parents for the afternoon. He left the house at roughly 5.30 p.m. Uh, to go pick his son up from the grandparents' house. From there, Allwine says he took his son for dinner and then drove home. And the son apparently went right to the master bedroom to look for his mom and found her um, on the floor. 911, what's the address of the emergency? When, when people call 911, they're usually calling for help. I need help. I need an ambulance. I, I need the police. They're in utter shock, despair. I need help. And his first line wasn't asking for help. I think my wife shot herself. There's blood all over it was more of a statement. As the 911 call went on, Stephen Allwine's distraught young son, who discovered his mother's body, had questions. Why did she? I, I don't know. I don't know, bud. Come here. He then asked, 
Are we gonna remarry? <laughs> I don't know, bud. <laughs> Did you hear what I heard? What seemed like a chuckle? Yeah. There was nothing funny in that room, in no. that scene. Nothing funny at all. Although Stephen Allwine's behavior seemed fishy in the 911 call and police interviews, McAllister said there was no apparent motive for him to kill his wife. And there was no definitive evidence linking him to the death scene. At that point in your mind, is this a murder case? I'm thinking it's a murder case. I just don't know who done it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Amy Allwine's husband, Stephen, called 911. I have it here. I don't even want to hear her son, um, that poor little boy. Jane Sharp is furious that authorities who knew about the dark web hitman threat against her friend Amy Allwine didn't do more to protect her. I think they failed her. They failed her. So when you arrive at the residence, there's not a sense of the husband might be someone we should really keep our eye on. No, we didn't discuss any of that. Terry Raymond and Randy McAllister from the Cottage Grove Police say this was the FBI's case. The feds took the lead that day. Local police say they did everything they could for Amy, warned her to take security precautions and increase patrols in her area. You can't park a car indefinitely outside of somebody's house unless you have more specific information. We wanted to ask the FBI about the Allwine case, but the Bureau declined our request for an interview. Since 2015, Chris Montero had been sounding the alarm about dark web murder-for-hire sites. He'd been writing online articles to argue that many hitman sites were phony. In 2016, he says he noticed someone had edited one of his posts about Besa Mafia, insisting it was real. This is Yura doing this? Yes. So he's basically saying, this guy's not right, don't listen to him. You can have people killed. Yeah. An online argument ensued. The sniping continued for months until Chris says he received a chilling video from Yura in his inbox. And in this video is someone holding up a piece of paper with my domain name. And there's a big flame and a car is being torched. It was very, uh, very surreal. At this point, I didn't know what to do. Chris called a lawyer the next day. In the following weeks, as the threats from Yura continued, he sought help and support from his online community, including author Eileen Ormsby in Australia. Did you interpret this as a threat upon Chris's life? Yes, we both did. Chris also saw it as a declaration of war. I was going to take this guy down. That was easier said than done. Yura's sites were encrypted, and he regularly changed their names. To customers, law enforcement can't easily close our site because the IP is hidden. Hosting is hidden. Then, Chris developed a special computer code to hack into the Basin Mafia site. So you were able to see all the communication that's gone between 
customers yes. and Yura himself and his response. Exactly. What are you discovering? I discovered there's a lot of sick people out there and in many cases being very graphic about how they want the person to suffer. I would like this person to be shot and killed. I have a very strong motive to kill my daughter. Do you know where I can hire someone to rape another person? Do you pour acid on my target? If so, how much does it cost? Did you come across someone who used the handle Dog Day God? Yes, I did. The target in this kill order was Amy Allwine. Chris found scores of messages between Dog Day God and Yura discussing how, where, and when the hit would take place. What did Dog Day God want done? The target killed whilst they were on a particularly given date. Dog Day God writes, I am looking to hire you for a hit. Yura writes back, we can plan the hit when you are traveling outside the city for a day or two. This makes everyone know you could not be the murderer. Dog Day God again. The target will be traveling out of town to Moline, Illinois. What is the price in Bitcoin for a hit and ideally making it look like an accident? Normal killing by gunshot is $5,000, Yura responds. Killing to make it look like accident is $5,000 plus max $4,000. It's all organized. It's all ready to go. Yura is offering everything here except airline miles, it seems, for this hit. Dog Day God has a, a very intimate knowledge of Amy's whereabouts, her movements, and uh, what she's going to be doing at any one time. And Ormsby says Dog Day God's messages with Yura, which began about nine months before Amy Allwine died, make clear that as time passed, Dog Day God had grown impatient about having the hit carried out. March 20th, 2016. I want her gone. I need her gone. Chris says he was so concerned about the hitman's sights, he contacted the FBI. I spoke to an agent there and explained the situation. He admits he didn't get into specifics about any plot in particular and says the conversation went nowhere. He eventually gave up trying. This would take over my life even more than it has. But Chris's life was turned upside down in January 2017 when he learned about Amy Allwine's death. I was so upset when I found out, and this is exactly what I tried to stop. It's really bit difficult. Very painful for mm. you. Back in Minnesota, police had been investigating Amy's death since the day her body was discovered. They'd made an unusual find in the basement where Stephen had an office. He had a lot of very advanced electrical and computer equipment. I heard there was as, mu as many as 66 electronic devices down there. I mean, did right. it look like mission control? Yeah. It was a lot, even for an IT professional like Stephen Allwine. And investigators unearthed startling cyber evidence in his email. Stephen Allwine had uh, been going on a website called Ashley Madison. It is a website for married people uh, seeking extramarital affairs. A hack of a controversial social networking website. Ashley Madison, whose client list was leaked in 2015, publicly shaming some of the most rich and powerful adulterers in America. How do you think she would have taken that news? She'd been crushed. Jamie Kreiser says Stephen Allwine's position in the church would have been in jeopardy if he divorced Amy. Stephen Allwine had dated um, at least three women uh, through different internet forums. Um, those relationships ranged from a date to a prolonged sexual relationship. This is one of those women. And read for yourself, their texts could never be heard in church. That goes to motive in that Stephen Allwine did not want to be married anymore. The incriminating evidence against Stephen Allwine was growing. They discovered Allwine had been shopping on the dark web for an anti-nausea drug called scopolamine. Taking a large amount of scopolamine would render you helpless, essentially. Had he pulled the trigger himself, 
or hired a hitman from Yura's website. Yura claimed Amy's shooting was arranged on Besa Mafia in this video diary he sent us. The Besa Mafia hitman visited the Alwine residence and shot his wife using her gun and then left the location in a hurry. Either way, Amy's autopsy showed an enormous amount of scopolamine in her system. In, in high enough amounts, it can kill you. In spite of the scopolamine in her system, in spite of the messages to the hitman site, Randy McAllister was lacking absolute proof that Stephen Allwine was involved in Amy's death. Could someone else have used Allwine's computers? I really didn't latch on to Stephen Allwine as the suspect until December 12th. December 12th, 2017. That's the day McAllister got a call from another investigator who had just made another crucial discovery. Stephen moves from being the grieving spouse of Amy to the suspect in her murder. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I've worked on many murders in my career. This one, far and wide, the most complex, trying uh, case I have ever worked on as a prosecutor. On December 12th, 2016, authorities in the Allwine investigation caught their biggest break of all. Is there a smoking gun in this case, in your opinion? There is a smoking gun in this case. Prosecutor Jamie Kreiser says the smoking gun was a 34-character code in a message from Dog Day God paying for Amy's murder in Bitcoin, that digital currency that people on the dark web often use to buy and sell anonymously. The problem for Stephen Allwine was that the code was on his computer. Kreiser says it could not have been a coincidence. So in the end, who is Dog Day God. Dog Day God is Stephen Allwine. The man who swore to God that he would love, honor, and cherish Amy Allwine is now suspected of sending her to an early grave. We know he tried to hire a hitman to kill her. We know he tried to poison her. He tried to get her to kill herself with these emails. That didn't work. Prosecutors say after waiting for nine months, Stephen Allwine was so frustrated that the hit hadn't happened that he shot his wife to death himself, using that nausea drug to render her helpless and the gun he'd bought for their personal protection. Hi there, I'm Michelle Francois. Stephen Allwine was arrested on January 17th, 2017 on murder charges. He hired defense attorney Kevin DeVore. Let's get right to it. Did Stephen Allwine murder his wife, Amy? No. If he didn't, who did? Well, there were threats that were being made directly to Amy Allwine on the internet. DeVore claims authorities had tunnel vision from the start, focusing on Stephen Allwine and ignoring other possibilities. Now, investigators say, nice try with that, but Stephen wrote all those emails. It was Stephen who sought to hire a hitman. 
That's what they say. But they didn't provide us with any proof that he sent those emails. There is a 34-digit code, the same code that was found on Stephen Allwine's laptop and on a cell phone. Because how do you explain that? Well, that's, that was the best evidence the state had in their case. And, uh, and the truth is you can't explain it. I can't explain it, but there is another possibility of how it got on there. Incriminating evidence was uploaded to Stephen Allwine's computer from a device called S. Allwine iPhone. But DeVore will ask jurors to believe the phone wasn't Stephen's. In any case, DeVore says there's evidence a woman wrote messages like this one. I don't know how a f- like you got to my husband. There were other women involved in Amy's life Uh, friends of hers and other colleagues that had full access to her internet, to her home. Andy says it was a woman after all, or at least someone claiming to be, who tried to get Amy to commit suicide just months before authorities found her dead. It appeared that it was another female that was angry with Amy for uh, allegedly having an affair with this woman's husband. Police found no evidence Amy Allwine was having an affair with anyone. It sounds like you're making up an excuse for your client. Well, let me tell you, as a criminal defense attorney, my job is to defend my client to show that he's not guilty. Allwine's arrest rocked the United Church of God, where he had been held in such high esteem. Officials issued a statement expressing their profound shock and sadness. As Stephen Allwine's murder trial approached in January 2018, authorities were winding down their investigation. But 48 Hours was launching one of its own. We wanted to learn more about the shadowy figure behind the Besa Mafia site. So I ventured into a very strange place for the first time in my life, the dark web. Yura had by this time closed down Besa Mafia and opened a new hitman site called Cosa Nostra, another reference to the mob and organized crime. Again, these websites can't be verified. This is the Cosa Nostra website on the dark web. You can see the pictures of somebody who's clearly been shot, a man with a gun, eyes hidden like he's a hitman, cars that have been burned. We wanted to talk to Yura ourselves, so we wrote to him on the dark web. Amazingly, he responded almost right away. Hi, I am Yura, he wrote. I got your earlier message. And even more amazingly, agreed to an interview with an important condition. He said it had to be in London. So we've flown from New York to London rented this studio. You can see the lights behind me for the big interview. And we even brought in a master of disguise who's going to camouflage Yura's face. Now all we need is him. Eileen Ormsby, who we'd brought to London from Australia, joined us as we waited. What do you know about Yura? Where does he live, do you think? I don't know where Yura lives, but I, I suspect he's not too far away from us right now. On our second day, we got a message on the dark web. What what did he say? I don't think he's coming. Yura told us that he was convinced that we were being followed by British intelligence. So we offered to meet him in a public place where he could surveil us and see that we were alone. We even offered to talk in a moving taxi, making our way through London. But Yura was convinced that if he showed up, so too with the authorities. I do have several millions to live a nice life and start several businesses. Why should I risk being arrested and end up in jail? Chris Montero says he knows just how risky contact with Yura can be. He experienced it firsthand in his own home. February 4th, 2017. Mm -hmm. You're here in your flat in London. What happens? Well, I'm just in the living room having some soup and I hear some noises from the door. I'm thinking, what's going on? So I come out and I uh, go here to listen. He says he'd spent months monitoring Yura when Yura cunningly turned the tables on him. 
Yor wasn't happy with me. He decided what he would do, he would try and confuse the matters of who ran the website. Not long before, he discovered that Yura was trying to frame him, claiming Chris ran the hitman's sites. And before I know it, there's a battering ram knocking down the door. There's armored police bursting in. They push me up against the wall here and saying, hands in the air, you're under arrest for, for incitement to murder. And I'm like, what? He says he was amazed when cops confiscated his computers and locked him up. British authorities dropped the charges and later refused our request for an interview about Chris Montero. What a nightmare. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't fun. I do not recommend. Knowing what Yura had done to Chris, we weren't surprised that he backed out of an interview with us during our four days here in London. But we didn't walk away empty-handed. Yura did give us some information that took our investigation into a whole new direction. The man who apparently cornered the market in contract killings sent us a video diary. I am doing this video diary entry to give you official statements about the site. And insisted he actually wanted to save lives. To prove it, he began giving us the names of the murder targets from his sites. Try him at his office first. We wanted to touch base with you. Normally, as journalists, we report the news and then do our best to get out of the way. But this was different. We found ourselves in the middle of an apparent live marketplace for murder. And there was only one thing we could do. Our team contacted authorities. We blurred our staff's faces for security reasons. We have a tip on a murder for hire plot. Knows where the target works, knows where the target lives. And after we called authorities, we began approaching targets like this woman ourselves. Now I know that someone has a target on my back. They were trying to murder me. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. What do this dog trainer in Minnesota? I didn't see anything out of the ordinary. This Hollywood actress. You had no idea this I was going on. I had no idea. This hacker in London. The person's very, very serious about having Laurie killed. This single mom in Tennessee. Why someone trying to murder me? And this shadowy figure in an undisclosed location have in common? A hitman goes and shoots the target from close range. Murder for hire plots on the dark web. From the American heartland to countries across the globe. He's being charged with something that could get him hanged. The tips that you have given 48 hours now total 33 in nine countries. It's a lot to take in, really. And 48 Hours helped expose them. Because they just received a tip for a murder for hire in Iran. It's against a citizen of Taiwan. It's a murder for hire plot unraveled. Last week, police received a tip about the murder for hire plot from the CBS News program 48 Hours. Uh, Ms. Jones, can I talk to you? 
If it wasn't for 48 hours, there would have been a funeral. Back at the airport, heading to California, where we're told an arrest is imminent. Do you understand the terror that you have caused with this murder-for-hire plot? Coming up that? next. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from bestselling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. If you're listening to this podcast, then chances are good you are a fan of The Strange, Dark, and Mysterious. And if that's the case, then I've got some good news. We just launched a brand new Strange, Dark, and Mysterious podcast called Mr. Ballin's Medical Mysteries. And as the name suggests, it's a show about medical mysteries, a genre that many fans have been asking us to dive into for years, and we finally decided to take the plunge, and the show is awesome. In this free weekly show, we explore bizarre, unheard of diseases, strange medical mishaps, unexplainable deaths, and everything in between. Each story is totally true and totally terrifying. Go follow Mr. Ballin's Medical Mysteries wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're a Prime member, you can listen early and ad-free on Amazon Music. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.